This audio sermon is brought to you by the House of Intercessory Prayer Ministries. For more information, please visit www.hipm.org. This morning, I would like to talk about something that God has put in my mind for quite some time. So I just want to open up that topic and it, it is eventually it's going to result as a series of messages from today onwards. So let, let's, let's get started. You know, we are living in a world today, the miracles of Lord Jesus Christ are read and taught as ancient fantasies. They are read as a story that took place years ago and people understand that story or the incident that took place years ago. People have no hesitation to believe that Jesus, when he was living on this earth, he performed miracles. But they outwardly they deny saying that God is not performing such miracles today. People consider some of the positive events that are taking place in their lives. For example, some of the blessings that they receive. Maybe an escape from an accident that was about to take place. Or maybe a recovery from a serious sickness. They consider all these positive things that are happening in their lives as coincidence or they may even term them as luck. He got an escape from the sickness just because, you know, he had so much of luck. Or maybe just a coincidence that he is alive today. People don't accept something as a miracle unless they see supernatural things or what we call it as creative miracles. Otherwise, people outwardly reject that as a miracle. You know, I have been talking to a couple of people, especially one particular person I was talking to. He said, miracles are no more today. Miracles were there at the time of Jesus. You know, that's the thinking of many Christians today. Many of the churches, they believe and teach the miracles of Lord Jesus Christ or the miracles that took place at the time of the disciples are no more valid. They existed for a season and for a reason and you don't see such miracles anymore. That's the teachings in many of the churches. You may wonder if I name those churches. And this particular man of God, I was talking to him and he said, or said he was just you know, arguing with me with saying that miracles are not taking place anymore. So I was just giving, trying to give some examples. He said, they are not miracles. You are sick, you got healed. And maybe you are about to get an accident and then you escape. That they are not miracles. They happen to you and they also happen to somebody else. It may be the coincidence that takes place in life. Or it may be a chance. Or it may be luck that you are alive today. Or you came out of it. But if you say that miracle, I want to see supernatural miracles. If we pay, pray for somebody who is not having a leg, I want to see the leg growing because the same thing happened at the time of Jesus Christ. If my eye is blind, I want to see that I started seeing. If I see that, I will believe it. 
Otherwise, whatever you are naming it as miracles, they are not miracles. I was in trouble, really, <clears throat> arguing with him. That, but then all that I could do is I could take some of the scriptures and tell him that miracles are happening even today. Because word of God says so. And I quoted some of the miracles that are taking place in some of the miracle crusades today. But then he wanted to see things. You know, that's the outcry or that, that is the question or concern of many of the Christians today or many people outside that they want to see the supernatural miracles taking place. The question in my mind is that if miracles are true, why I don't see such miracles today in church or in everyday life? Why don't I see that miracles of Jesus' time today in this world everywhere i should be seeing in the church because we believe the word of god we preach the word of god we believe in jesus so i should be seeing such miracles today my question the question within me is why i do not see such miracles maybe i can give some reasons and just to satisfy myself you know why such miracles are not happening today i can say jesus is not walking in flesh today jesus is alive he is with us, but he is not in flesh today. No one is as holy as Jesus, as pure and perfect as Jesus. So probably miracles are not happening. Maybe I can say that I don't have enough faith today. Miracles took place because disciples had faith. And of course, Jesus was, he was God, he is God. But disciples, they had faith in Jesus. That's the reason miracles took place. Maybe God wants his people to walk by faith, not by sight. Don't you have, have you seen that when it comes to the matter of miracles? Most of the time we preach saying that probably God doesn't want you to walk by sight. God wants you to walk by faith. Maybe God, maybe there is no need of such miracles today. That's why miracles are not happening. Now we can go on and on and give many different reasons. But if I turn back and see all the reasons which I gave just now, none of them are biblical. None of them are biblical reasons. So I cannot really depend on those things. But when I observe Jesus closely, you know, that's what I started doing. When I observed Jesus very closely, I found the miracles that Jesus performed were not really magic shows performed on a stage. They were miracles or those miracles were part of somebody's everyday life. Every of those miracles, each and every one of those miracles Jesus performed were part of somebody's day-to-day -day life on this earth. The blind, the deaf, the lame and the dead, the storm, the sickness, the hungry people, those who are listening to the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus performed those miracles to meet the necessities of people living on those days. You know, that makes me to believe that miracles are for everyday life. Miracles are for everyday living on this earth. You know, let's look at the man who was sitting at the pool of Bethesda for 38 long years. Look at the man who was having a withered hand. He couldn't even stretch his hand, walked into the temple of God. Look at the blind Bartimaeus who was sitting at the side of the road and crying for a miracle. Look at you know, the, 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 the shortage of wine at the wedding of Cana. 
Look at the hungry people who are sitting and listening to Lord Jesus Christ. Look at the women who are suffering with, with the flow of blood for 12 long years. They were all part of somebody's life. Nobody can deny it. They were all part of somebody's life as people were living on this earth. Do you think that that scenario has changed today? Not at all. People are still living in need. People are still going through the same struggle. If Jesus is alive today, and if we believe in Jesus, these situations must, must be dealt by the church the same way Jesus dealt with those situations. Do you agree with me? If those needs are the same today, if Jesus is alive today, if we believe in Lord Jesus Christ, church has to deal with those situations in the same way Jesus dealt with those situations on the other day when Jesus was alive, when Jesus was walking on this earth. No, we cannot just leave it there. We need to take it further. Let's read, read some of the scriptures. Mark chapter 16, verses 15 to 18. Mark chapter 16, verses 15 to 18. And Jesus said to them, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. But he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. That's what scripture says. That's what Jesus said. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. John chapter 14 verse 12. John chapter 14 verse 12. You can look at the screen if I am going a little fast. John chapter 14 verse 12. Most assuredly I say to you, he who believes in me, the works that I do, he will do also. And greater works than these he will do because I go to my father. 1 Corinthians 12, 8 to 10. 1 Corinthians 12, 8 to 10. For to one is given the word of wisdom. Through the spirit. To another the word of knowledge. Through the spirit. To, through the same spirit. To another faith by the same spirit. To another gifts of healings by the same spirit. To another the working of miracles. To another prophecy. To another discerning of spirits. To another different kinds of tongues. To another the interpretation of tongues. Scripture talks about. As Paul writes. As Jesus spoke. Scripture talks about miracles taking place. By those who believe. In God. Scripture tells me that miracles of Jesus' time is possible today. Because Jesus commanded the disciples to continue the work of God. And that command is not only for the disciples, it is to the church. And he said, those who believe in me, they will do things which even the greater things than that I did when I was on this earth. And as Paul puts it in 1 Corinthians, the gifts of the Holy, Spirits are, Holy Spirit are given to the church in order to perform the miracles and signs of wonder. That's what scripture talks about. The question that still we have within us. Why we are not able to see that supernatural miracles in our church today. That really led me to start this series of sermon called Everyday Miracle. 
everyday miracle i strongly believe as we take it further the days which about which are come which which will come in the future god will reveal and god will speak to us as we go why and what need to be done in order to see those miracles as we live at the end of this age you know god performs miracle not only just to satisfy our need but he also perform miracles for those who do not believe in god for them to believe in lord jesus christ so let's get started this series so let's turn to john chapter 2 john chapter 2 we are going to read verses 1 to 10 john chapter 2 verses 1 to 10 the first miracle that jesus ever performed john chapter 2 On the third day there was a wedding in Cana of Galilee and the mother of Jesus was there now both Jesus and his disciples were invited to the wedding and when they ran out of wine the mother of Jesus said to him they have no wine Jesus said to her woman what does your concern have to do with me my hour has not yet come his mother said to the servants whatever he says to you do it Now there were set there six water pots of stone according to the manner of purification of the Jews containing 20 20 or 30 gallons a piece Jesus said to them fill the water pots with water and they filled them up to the brim and he said to them draw some out now and take it to the master of the feast and they took it when the master of the feast has tasted the water that was made wine and did not know where it came from but the servants who had drawn the water knew the master of the feast called the bridegroom and said to him every man at the beginning sets out the good wine and when the guests have well drunk then the inferior you have kept the good wine until now so what we just read was a miracle that jesus performed at the wedding in Cana as we quickly go through these scriptures one after another as we talk about everyday miracle in our lives we are just going to see how these this particular miracle is applicable in our day to day living verse 2 jesus was invited into the wedding you know that really amazes me jesus was invited to a wedding that tells me today that we need to keep jesus as part of our life jesus is not somebody who always comes and stands out the, outside the door and knocks the door he is also comes he also comes and lives with us scripture is telling us we need to keep jesus as part of our day to day living verse 3 says they ran out of wine that tells me even though jesus was there at the wedding still there was a shortage still there was a shortage of wine that's true you know when we live on this earth we are children of god but still we need to consider that we are living on this earth we get some of the sicknesses as we go through in this world maybe the weather changes we are hit with something we are hit with some struggle but in the midst of all god wants us to come out of it because jesus said in this world you will have tribulation but be of good cheer 
I have overcome the world. We are still living in this world. Jesus was there at the wedding, but then still there was a shortage. Verse 3 says, Jesus' mother, she realized that there was a shortage. And she came and told Jesus, they have no wine. That's what she said. But what's the, what was the reaction of Lord Jesus Christ? We read that in verse 4. Jesus said, woman, what have I to do with thee? Jesus was telling, in fact, the master of the feast or the bridegroom really need to worry about it. What do I have with you? Why are you coming and telling me what do I have with you? You know, the conversation between Jesus and Mother Mary tells me something here. Jesus did not expect Mother Mary to come and tell him that wine is shortage. Jesus, in fact, expected the bridegroom or the master of the feast come and tell Jesus Christ that there is a shortage of wine. That tells me clearly God does not expect anybody in between. There is no mediator between you and I and between Lord Jesus Christ. We don't need to go through somebody in order to get access to God. Neither Mother Mary nor saints or even we don't need a priest or a pastor to go to Lord Jesus Christ. He expects people to come to him directly. Come to him and knock at the door directly and he will write open there. Open the door for us. 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 5 says, 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 5, For there is one God and one mediator between God and men. Who is that mediator? The man Christ Jesus. Scripture tells us very clearly that there is no other mediator in between God and human. And Jesus was making that very clear there. Verse 4, continue to say that Jesus is saying that my hour has not come yet. My hour has not come yet. That tells me today that there is an appointed time for every miracle. There is a specific time for God to perform a miracle. There is an appointed time. Let's go further. Verse 5. Jesus' mother Mary is telling Jesus, whatever he says, you just do it. Whatever he says, you just do it. That tells me that he is, Mary is asking the ser servants to surrender to what Jesus says. So there is a total surrender is expected for a miracle to take place. And verses 7 to 8, Jesus is instructing there. Jesus is looking at the servants and saying, telling them, you pour water into those jars. And they did. And you fetch water out of the jar and go and show it to the master of the feast. And they did so. Their scripture tells me a total obedience. A total obedience as they were surrendering and obeying the, to the instruction of the master we see. The miracle taking place there. And verses 9 to 10. As the master of the feast, he tasted the wine. He found that this wine is superior than the wine which was served initially. In the true miracle results in something really good. You know, we have been waiting for some of the miracles in our lives. But God is telling us this morning that when the true miracle comes, it is going to be something so precious. 
scripture says the blessing of the Lord makes one rich and he adds no sorrow to it when God really blesses and there is no sorrow attached with it the blessing of the Lord is certainly superior than what we had already you know the miracle of Cana tells me that it is a part of my life today even in my life as we live on this earth as I live on this earth I come across similar situation in my life I come across similar shortages and shortcomings in my life but Jesus can perform a miracle there you know it was a simple situation at the wedding of Cana there was a wine shortage and Jesus performed a miracle to meet that need first of all for a miracle to take place I believe we need to understand we need to acknowledge the insufficiency or the condition of being insufficient that need to be felt in our lives you know some of some time we live as if we have everything as Debbie was you know reading that scripture that scripture talks about the church in Laodicea they think that they are rich but scripture says they are not rich they think that they can see but they could not see you know first of all for a miracle to take place in our lives we need to understand the insufficiency with which we are living in maybe in our financial situation maybe in our debt condition maybe we need more income in order to meet all that our requirements maybe at times we feel inferior we feel inferior we compare ourselves with somebody else and we say that I'm not like somebody we feel inferior maybe we think about our social status and we say that I have come from a poor family you know I don't have anything to give or I don't have enough money or enough savings in the bank you know sometimes when people get into a situation and they worry so much about our their life saying that probably I'm not blessed like anybody else with a baby or my age is passing and I'm not getting married yet or I don't have a car I don't have a house I, I'm not able to li live like someone else you know there is always an insufficiency is felt in our lives there is no peace in my life there is no joy in my life I'm not able to live like somebody else or even spiritually I'm not blessed like somebody else I keep praying for the nighting of this Holy Spirit but I don't receive it I feel something is you know shortage in my life I something is you know insufficient in my life people at the wedding of Cana they felt that insufficiency at there as they were taking part in that wedding I feel that and all of us feel that at times in our lives but most of the time what do we do with those insufficiencies that we feel what do we do with those shortages we feel that we have in our lives what do we do with them what really took place at the wedding of Cana the moment they felt they brought that matter to Lord Jesus Christ I believe the next step for a miracle to take place in our lives we need to take it to the Lord Jesus Christ and I thought about this if Jesus was not there at the wedding of Cana probably what could have happened there if Jesus was not there any any idea if Jesus was not there at the wedding of Cana it would have been a mess I think you know they would have mixed water with wine 
and diluted the wine a little bit and they would have managed for the rest of the people. Or they would have made grape juice, right? It's wine takes so much of time. They would have made grape juice and served. Or the bridegroom would have come and he would have said, he would have, you know, asked apology. He said, sorry, we are short of, you know, wine. Probably I couldn't serve you any more wine. I'm really sorry about it. And probably you can just go home. Something would have happened, they would have managed, if Jesus would not have been there, they would have found a way to manage that situation. You know, exactly that's what we do. When we live with insufficiency, that's what we do. When we live with sickness, probably that's what we say. Probably, you know, God has allowed me to go through the sickness. sickness. I need to handle it all along in my life. Or maybe we are living in debt, we may decide, probably, you know, my father was living in debt and probably me, I also need to live, continue to live in debt. That's what we may think, we may see. Or, you know, maybe we are struck with some, some disaster or something in our lives, which we are trying to recover, but we are not able to recover out of it. And we get into depression and we get into so many things and treatments and so many other things. But we may think that probably that's the end of my life. All along in my life, that's what I need to do it. But people at the wedding of Cana, they were not keeping quiet. They approached Lord Jesus Christ because Jesus was there. Scripture repeatedly tells us that we need to ask him. We need to ask him how many of such shortages in our lives. We don't really ask God. We don't really ask God. We try to live with it. And God is telling us that we need to ask him. We need to seek and we need to knock to see such miracles in our lives. Thirdly, God, Jesus was performing that miracle in his time. We need to wait for the timing of God. Jesus was there, but the time has not come yet for him to act. That's the reason Jesus said, what do you have to do with me? My hour has not come yet. Scripture doesn't say when his hour came, how long the people were waiting there for Jesus to perform a miracle. But certainly, miracle took place there. Now, there may be certain things we may be waiting for God's time. But one thing that is true is miracle will take place. Just want to read two scriptures there. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 3. Habakkuk chapter 2 verse 3. Scripture says, For the vision is yet for an appointed time. But at the end it will speak and it will not lie. Though it tarries, wait for it. Because it will surely come. It will not tarry. Now God is telling us, we may be waiting for something, but it will come. Certainly it will come. That miracle that we are expecting, it will come at the timing of God. Psalm 40 verse 1 says, Psalmist says, Psalm 40 verse 1, David says, I waited patiently for the Lord and he inclined to me and heard my cry. He heard my cry. But before that, I waited patiently for the Lord. You know, there are some of the miracles that take place only in the appointed time of God. But until now, until that point of time, God is asking us to ask Him. Fourthly, as Mary was telling the servants, do whatever He says, that we need to surrender to God. Some of those areas when we need to see the miracle of God, 
we need to surrender to God. You know, even when we pray for somebody who is about to receive a miracle, if they do not surrender to God, we will not see a miracle. Many times we pray for some people, but we don't see things happening because they don't surrender. Look at the man who was sitting at the side of the road and crying to God, David, son of David, have mercy upon me. Have mercy on me. You know, he surrendered everything that he had within him and he just cried out to God. That's what God expects. When we are looking for a miracle, God wants us to surrender everything completely. Whatever, Lord, you say, I will do it. Lord, whatever you say, I will do it. How do you know what the Lord is saying you? Because we expect a miracle and how do we know what the Lord is telling us? The scripture tells us what the Lord is telling us. Or we get a prompting of the Holy Spirit if we are connected with God. If we are connected with God, Spirit of God tells us. Spirit of God instructs us. He guides us what to do. Proverbs 3, 9, 3, 5 verse says, Proverbs 3, 5, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. God is expecting us to surrender and trust in him for the miracle to take place. James 4.10 scripture says, humble yourself. James 4.10, humble yourself in the sight of the Lord and he will lift you up. We need to humble for an ex for, for ex to expect a miracle from God. Finally, there is a need of obedience. When Jesus said, fill those water pots with water, the servants would have asked, Lord, people are out there, they are waiting for wine. What are you trying to do here? Filling those water pots. Even those jars are kept for washing. What are you doing here? Filling those water pots with water. People are out there waiting for wine. And even when Jesus said, fetch water and go and, go and give it to the, the master of the feast, servants did not ask, Lord, it is just water. What are you trying to do here? They did not ask any question. We see total obedience from their point. You know, every aspect, every inch, bit by bit, things happened there at the wedding of Cana. Eventually, it resulted a miracle. When a miracle has to take place, everything has to align in the line of the word of God, along with the word of God. The same way things were getting aligned at the wedding of Cana. The servants were cooperating there. When Jesus asked them to do something, they were just doing it. We see an absolute obedience there. James 1.5 says, James 1.5, some of the scriptures. If we, for example, if we lack in wisdom, what we need to do? We need to obey what the word of God says. What the word of God says. If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask God, who gives to all liberally and without reproach, and it will be given to them. If we lack wisdom, Scripture is telling us to ask God. Let's read one more scripture. Luke 6.38. Luke 6.38. If we go through financial difficulties, if we go through debt situation, Scripture is telling us to give to God. Luke 6.38. Give and it will be given to you. We need to obey the word of God. As the servants obeyed there, the moment we obey, we see miracle taking place. Now quickly we have seen some of the aspects of the miracle that took place at Cana. We are talking about everyday miracle. If we need to see such supernatural miracles in our lives every day, first of all we need to realize 
our insufficiency. We need to agree in the presence of God. Lord, I am in need of something. Secondly, we need to bring our concern not to a man, but to God directly. But to God directly. That's the reason we need to pray for our needs, not somebody else. We need to ask God for our needs. Thirdly, we need to wait for God's timing. Some of those things happen in our lives at the timing of God. We need to wait for God to move. And we need to give to God in total surrender. Once we give that matter to God, we cannot worry about it anymore. If God has to do it, we need to give that to God and we need to totally trust in God. That simply tells us that we don't have worry anymore because I have handed it over to God and I'm fully trusting in God. And finally, we need to obey to his word. You know, some of, sometimes the miracles may not happen because we do in one part, but in the other part, we are not obeyed to the word of God. And whatever God is asking us to do, we need to do in order to see those miracles in our lives. And if some of those things which we have not done, probably, for us to see miracles in our own life, we need to take a step of faith and start doing it. And we will see the miracle working power of God seen in our lives. Let's close with a word of prayer. I believe this morning God has spoken to us. Maybe with a simple illustration or a simple miracle that took place, the wedding of Cana. But there are so much of scriptural truths hidden as Jesus performed that miracle. And we see one after another, everything falling in line with the word of God eventually resulted in a miracle. There are certain areas that we are trying to see miracles in our own lives. And this morning God is telling you, there are areas that we need to surrender to the will of God. There are areas that we need to obey the word of God. And this morning, let us ask him, Lord, reveal those areas in my life. Why do I lack such a blessing in my life, Lord? Tell me, reveal those areas in my life, Lord God. I will surrender those areas. I will obey those areas. And once we start doing it, we will see the miracle working power of God. Hope you are blessed by this teaching. Please write to Pastor Balan Swami Nathan at balan at hipm.org. God bless you.